Questions than answers. Like, isn't all boxing really someone trying to counter take? But they're constantly being interrupted by a fist fight. Share that with you. Great. <laughs> they should make that an Olympic sport. Olympic counting. I want to see that at the next Olympics. Yeah. I think that would be a great sport. International Olympic counting. They are. The French competitor broke his personal best before being cruelly stopped at seven by a niggling brain injury. It's true. Do you know your bananas? Do you know your bananas turn black and bruised because they practice boxing every night while you're sleeping? It's true, I tell you. What's wrong with I you? I came downstairs for a drink. I'm in the kitchen. I turn the light on. There's a full fruit bowl fight taking place in my kitchen. There's a peach walking around in high heels holding up a number board with a round number on it. I have never seen such wonders. What are you mm. taking and can I have some? Hi, America. <laughs> Hello, world. My name is Adrian Lee and I am your host. Welcome to the show. More questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you. To bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests. Somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains, with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly Hi, Jenny. from the room next door. Each week, whatever my mother listens to before she goes to bed, we press our ear against the bedroom wall and we can hear her snoring that very tune as it picks and pulls on her unconscious mind. What are we listening to tonight? Talking about my generation. What? So, <laughs> snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points are available for shock and or value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhand Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio 
and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She's also our producer and sound engineer. Heather missed the Academy Awards last Sunday. Darn, that makes it 10 years in a row. <laughs> right. That's true. Welcome to care. the show, Heather. Who cares? <laughs> 10 years is a long time. Did you know that's a whole decade? It is. Did know. you know 10 years ago we had Steve Jobs, Bob Hope, and Johnny Cash? Now we have no jobs, no hope, and no cash. Oh, nice. Bit Ooh. of satire there, ladies and gentlemen, Mm-mm. very early on in the show. I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle ran into her ex this week. She could have sworn the light was green. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. You're sticking with that, are you? I am. She just saved a ton of money on her car insurance by switching to reverse and leaving the scene. Yep. (laughs) Boom. Me and Pie Pie and Chips. (laughs) <laughs> what? I don't know. I have no God. idea. I'm losing my grip on the day, to be honest. It's being snowed in in a cabin for two weeks with nothing no but joke. beef jerky to live on. Beef mm. jerky? <laughs> That's true. Dried squirrel meat. Mm-hmm. Dried squirrel meat and bear fat's been my diet up here in Minnesota, mm. I tell you. Nice. Can't beat a bit of bear fat on your bread, can you? Oh, gross. Greasy. I also mm. wish to introduce to the madness our resident psychologist. Chad Peters, it was so cold this week. Chad got a $5 foot long from Subway, and by the time he got to his car, it was only six inches. <laughs> oh, Welcome to the show, God. Chad. Still not the end of the world, though, Chad, right? I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, my. They're mad, they're bad, and they are paranormal. This is season three, episode 53. So, as convention always dictates we start our show with a round of general ignorance supported by the meatball palm of martin's gong of infinite knowledge stand back ladies and gentlemen there we go yay martin Martin, Martin sponsor of the gong of infinite knowledge (laughs) we have the black forest ham of facts and the tuna melt of statistics Mm. subway is way healthier isn't it do you not think no i always get the double meatball with extra cheese and those healthy cookies (laughs) (laughs) and potato chips are a vegetable and a soda i'm sticking with this there are points to be won on this very day we wish a happy birthday to Roger Daltrey, the lead singer of The Who. Nice. Born in 1944. Who? Oh, you're <laughs> kidding me. Oh, if you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you have your first shot of the evening on us, courtesy of Michelle Corey. My generation, substitute, pimple, Must be yours. pimple wizard. I love pinball wizard. What? Are you a fan of The Who? Yeah, and Well, I, I like, pinball like pinball wizard a lot. Wizard. <laughs> Not the end of the world. So for the very first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about The Who. Mm. How did the band get injured during a live performance on American TV on September the 17th, 1967? How was did it they indoor all... or outdoor? It was indoor. It was in a TV studio going out live to the nation. Mm. And they all got injured. And I want to know how that took place. The lights fell down. The lights fell from the Grand, tr- grand Tree. The, the Grand Tree. The Grand Tree. Mm. That's easy for you the to hotel. say. I'm getting mm. my worms muddled up. <laughs> <laughs> and they landed on the band. 
I'm yep. sure lighting rigs have fallen down and killed people. Yeah. There was a very famous Scottish singer, obviously not famous enough that I can remember his name right now, but he went to grab the microphone on an open-air stage and it had been raining, and he electrocuted himself and died. Oh. 100% true. There's many wonderful good. and incredible ways to die while singing in front of a live group of people in a rock band. <laughs> and I'm sure most people have accessed most of those ideas. Yes. So what are you thinking, Miss Morris? How did they injure I themselves? I said it. The lights the fell lights down. The lights fell down. You never listen to me. Well, I, you normally say three or four answers, <laughs> so I'm waiting for the next three to four answers. I know, but I'll chew on that as you get to the other two. Okay. Ah. Whilst Michelle, well, Heather is chewing, Michelle, I need you to tell me where you think they got injured playing on live TV in America in 1967. Well, I was going to say that they got mildly electrocuted, but since you brought up that Scottish guy, I don't think that's the answer. I got the answer now. It's too late now. I'll come round to you at the end, Miss Morris. <laughs> you have to wait your turn. Chattanooga Choo Choo's got They his got in an earthquake. There was an earthquake that took place. An earthquake? Oh. An earthquake. <laughs> I love earthquake. Mm, yeah, I let, like let me cake. cut you a nice big slice and force you to eat the earthquake. <laughs> Do you want the icing on that as well? No. I've, I've managed to get some icing for you out of the cat litter tray. I can make you an earthquake with cat litter icing. Good times. Ish. So what are you, what are you going with? I've forgotten. Earthquake. Earthquake. earthquake that's it. <laughs> Unless there was a volcano. <laughs> oh, was that a snort? Oh, we could nope. be two shots in. That was half a drink. You can sniff yeah, a drink. A little bit. Just lick the rim. You'll be fine. Chad, what are you thinking? How did they manage to get injured during a live performance? On I'm going to go the stage collapsed. The <gasps> stage collapsed. Oh, Miss Morris, you've got your hand up. Due to an earthquake. Yeah. Like a child at the back of the room who's food just discovered poisoning. food poisoning. Yep. Ooh, good on one. Good TV. one. Wow. Keith Moon, the drummer thought it would be a fun idea to plant explosives in the drum kit. Uh-oh. That's a fabulous idea. And obviously oh. there were substances involved, and for good luck he thought he'd add more than he needed. And at the very end of the show, and you can look this up on YouTube, if you type in explosion in the who, you'll find it. The drum kit literally blew up. Uh, several of the camera crew were blinded. Bette Midler was in the wings about to be interviewed, and she fainted. And bits of shrapnel flew around the room. Um, several of the band, Pete Townsend, for example, had to pick a piece of cymbal out of his arm. There was literally an explosion, oh and there were splinters and shrapnel everywhere, and they got very seriously injured. But the answer was Keith Moon, their drummer, Moon the Loon, planted explosives in their drum kit because he thought that would be a good way to have an ending for a song. Well, thanks. <laughs> way to bring the show yeah, down. Yeah, I've played in many bands. <laughs> I've been in many bands. If you start at the same time and finish at the same time, you're winning in life. Trust me. And they all finished at the same time. The moment, uh, of course, they did. They blew up. <laughs> right. yeah. Wow. Nothing says I hate you like giving someone's child a drum kit, right? Right. True. Back to Keith Moon. Actually, very interesting character. Good. Keith Moon would disrupt and scare entire English villages by doing what? Mooning them. <laughs> An entire village. Why well, from not? the top of a church. There's a big moon. Mm, la luna. Full moon rising. Le yes. monde. Yes. You're going with that, are you? Yes. He mooned entire English villages. Yep. Come and have a look. Tour bus going by. Big oh. moon in the sky. Many, many years ago, I had a German girlfriend and I had to explain to her what pulling a moony was because she had no idea. It was a phrase 
that she wasn't aware of. They didn't teach that, apparently, when she was learning English. It isn't in Rosetta Stone German, apparently. Great. <laughs> English, that would be at that point, wouldn't it? But yeah. yes. What, what is this Pulamoni? Okay, I'll show you. <laughs> can't go back to that restaurant God. I had a terrible time with this woman I have to tell you she boiled cabbage morning, noon and night in my house I don't even know why she was boiling it there was the smell of cabbage constantly going in that household it was incredible maybe mm. she was trying to send a message to yeah. you yeah well we had several games that we used to play Ooh. <laughs> one is get the hell out Adrian <laughs> <laughs> one of them was the German milkmaid in the Panzer General but I'm going to skip over that for the moment yeah Great. I used to get her to say the line. Uh, I would say to her, I uh, hope you don't expect me to talk. And she'd say, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Oh. But she'd have no clue what this meant. Not a clue. Sexy. She just said it. She had no clue what that meant. And the other one was, I used to get her to say, where are your papers? <gasps> I like oh. that. And then oh. one day she came up to me after like a year and said, what, what are these papers you keep asking me to give you? I said, we'll need to sit down one day. Watch the Great Escape. Great. There. We barely mentioned the war. I just thought I'd share that with you. Good plan. Don't barely, mention the war. Barely mentioned. She actually gave me... <laughs> She gave me some medals that belonged to her granddad because her granddad got posted by the German army uh, in Norway. And I said, well, what did he get up to during the war? And she said he had to kill a polar bear in Norway. Huh. Yeah. I mean, he had no choice. I mean, you were told you were going to fight. He doesn't have a choice on the matter, does he? <laughs> and he had me... to fight a polar bear. That's right. He had to fight a polar bear, <laughs> Norwegian polar bear. The first conflict of the First World War was her granddad fighting a polar bear. How did he disrupt English villages back in the day? How do you think he did that? Oh, yeah, that. He <laughs> would set up his drum kit in the town square and go to it. Chad, any thoughts? Speakers in the tour bus. Oh, oh, I say. Oh. Chad's not quite there, but there's enough there that I'm going to give him two fantastic it. who points. He would get a car, sap a megaphone, like they used to do back in the day when they were voting. He would pretend he was a government information <gasps> service, and he would drive around a village telling everyone that a tsunami or a tidal wave was about to hit, Ooh. or he would say there was a plague of poisonous snakes and he would disrupt entire villages by driving around with a megaphone, telling everyone that a disaster was <laughs> imminent, posing as a government information service. Wow. It's madness, isn't it? I can't he's decide if he's hilarious or a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly the second one, I but also a little the first. Yeah, I spent <laughs> most of the afternoon researching Keith Moon and The Who, and I could have sat here... And told you an hour's worth of stories, and I'm going to come down on the side of Dick. Mm, don't do it. <laughs> Who did Keith hear... Moon? What did Keith Moon inspire? What fictional character did he inspire? I mean, Who I'm cares? just throwing it out there. Any thoughts? You can grab some points. Have a think about it. It's, there's be people shouting at their computers and laptops and radios right now, and their phones. You didn't get it, did you? I want a hint. Who cares? I do. I want a hint. I just thought I'd skirt over that. Uh, We've warned you about trying to be funny. (laughs) It's a child's character. It's a puppet. Come on, get with the plan. It's a puppet. It's a puppet. Uh, I'm not going to have to give you this. Animal from the Muppets was based (laughs) on Keith Moon. Oh, nice. 100%. I like Animal. I don't like Keith Moon. True. We shall pass on that and skip on. On May 16th, 1969 in New York. A man rushed onto the stage as the Who were playing live and tried to take the microphone mid-concert. Why was Pete Townsend arrested due to this incident? Man rushes onto the stage. They're playing a gig halfway through in New York, live. Man rushes onto the stage, goes to grab the microphone, but Pete Townsend 
was arrested. I just need you to tell me how and why. Because he wrapped the microphone cord around his neck. (gasps) And throttled him. Yes. Attacked the man. Yes. Garroted him. I was torn between that and throwing his own underwear at him. Oh. So he put his guitar. I'm, I'm sure in a rock band you're not wearing underwear. I don't think it's the underwear type. Yeah, I don't, I don't see underwear happening for the Who, I have to say that. Yeah. But if they are, it's been on a year and they're bathing in it. <laughs> like a Wild West pioneer with like a little. Good luck underwear. At the back of your long john. <laughs> Michelle, why was Pete Townsend arrested? Because a man jumped on the stage and tried to grab the microphone. He's. Mack the crap out of him with his guitar. That did happen. Roger Daltrey actually grabbed his guitar and hit him with it several times and put him in hospital due to drugs and various bits and pieces. Roger Daltrey never touched drugs in his life and he was constantly annoyed and fed up that the rest of the band would do this to hedonistic levels. So Mm. there was lots of fights based on that. He didn't touch drugs at all. Not like, get this off of my table. Oh, I think he was very adamant. There was a lot of fights in The Who because Roger Daltrey didn't want to do those things. So. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying yeah. he did them. I'm saying he, like, pushed them away, he actually, threw them at other well, people. he flushed a lot of Keith Moon's drugs down the toilet That's and it caused them. a lot of fights. This did, yeah, I'm sure. This did happen. Chad, why was he arrested when a man jumped on the stage? Oh, he provoked the audience to assault the same guy. Well, but... Roger Daltrey punched him in the face. Pete Townsend kicked him hard in the nuts. Uh, that's why he was arrested. But it was a plainclothes police officer. He was trying to <gasps> warn the audience that the building was on fire. Oh, no. So he was arrested for assaulting a police officer. <laughs> but to be fair to Pete Townsend, was, just, just another idiot jumping up on the stage, right? Just a quick question. Was the building actually on fire? Next door was, yeah. Oh. And they thought it would spread. It was the grocery store next door. Quick trivia. Did you know it's illegal to yell fire in a crowded building? I did. Do I win something? It's true. I didn't ask the question. What are you giving me, Morris? You get nothing. No, let's not pay out of that one. Wow. You get nothing. You get nothing. Nothing. Nada. You get a duck egg, apparently. And everyone around the world gets a shot. I would tell you, one of the worst disasters in American history was at the turn of the last century in Chicago. There was a theatre, yeah. and all of the doors were bolted or chained up, and three or 400 people died. Yeah. There were a lot of problems. That's why they now have fire safety curtains in theatres. But if you want to look that up on Wikipedia, yeah. there was a vast number of people died in theatres and cinemas. Well, in cinemas, it, imagine back in the day, you've got open arc electric lighting. You've got silver nitrate film. That's why they put them in airproof projection booths to stop the fires from spreading. And where did that start at? Chicago? That one was in Chicago. That no, fire. a cow started yeah, that. Cows... I, I read about that. Mrs. O'Leary's, <laughs> Mrs. O'Leary's cow. Sat in the Kicked back. over a smoking, lantern. Smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Look at that cow with those joysticks and a lighter. What's the worst that can happen? But the one next to it's got a can of gasoline. Yeah. They were obviously trying to get some sort of insurance deal out of that. It's terrible Man, the way okay. cows go about trying to gain money. Animal farm. Unbelievable. Mm. Wow. Yes, he kicked the police officer in the twig and berries. Also nice. today, we wish a happy birthday to Ron Howard, born in 1954, actor and director, of course, Happy Days. Yeah. I was amazed. I know he's done a lot of films, and I'm not going to read out the entire list, but sit back and listen to this. This was amazing for me. I didn't realise how much Ron Howard was involved with. Director of Splash, yeah. Co- Cocoon, uh-huh. Willow, yeah. Parenthood, mm-hmm. yeah. Apollo 13, 
Yep. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Love it. The Da Vinci Code. Yeah. The Beautiful Mind. Yeah. yeah. Frost Nixon. Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm. He was also the producer of <laughs> The Burbs and the film The Doors, and he was the narrator on Arrested Development. I really? love Arrested Development. Yeah, love it. I no idea. I mean, that guy, I couldn't believe. I mean, I know he'd done some films, but it's only when you look at their filmology, their filmography, either Film one of those art. works. The, film the, the something. I could put some compound nouns together. It's yeah. my show, I tell you. <laughs> to win your points tonight, all you need to do is to tell me what does Ron Howard have named after him? Simple enough. Ooh. What does he have named after him? A hamburger. He has like the Ronald McDonald. Yeah. He has the McHoward. The Ron Burger. He has a Ron Burger. Yeah. What does the Ron Burger have in it? Isn't Onions that someone famous, Ron and Burger? mushrooms and cheese and a Kaiser roll. And oh, a little bit of Don Knotts. Happy days. Nice. Yeah. Not, not the person. Michelle. Yeah. What does Ron have named after him? Ron Howard. Howard? Ronald Howard. 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 Oh, Howard. <laughs> Bearing in mind the bar's shut in an hour. Sorry, I really zoned out there. Um, Howard. Howard. A car? No. Think of any object, anything. A drink? Piece the world of paper. is yours. A ride, a ride. He has a ride yeah. named after him. Yeah. I'll give you a Ron Howard. <laughs> Yeah, want to go like on the ride forward tonight? <laughs> Hold on tight. Wow, it'll be happy days. <laughs> it's gonna make a big splash. Great mm. nights <laughs> and relax. Chad, what's he got named after him? Uh, a hotel room. That's I a, mean, like God. given given the variety of movies that he directed. Wait. Oh, here he comes Morris again. A bar. Synaptic links have been just fired. An entire a bar. A bar. The yes. Ron, Ron's Not just bar. a room. Yes. Where everybody knows your name. Not really, but yes. He has an asteroid named <gasps> after him. He has oh. the Ron Howard asteroid. <laughs> It'd be a sad state. I have a hemorrhoid named after you. <laughs> Uh-oh. Wow. That's where we are, is it? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where we are. This is what I, I wanted <laughs> six years ago when I started a quality, serious, <laughs> paranormal radio show. This I is what I was hoping I for. I can't. I can't listen with adult. <laughs> I can't listen. Why, anything else you want to throw in? Asteroid. I can't. Do you want to have a dig at my hairline or my waist? What else do you, you got no, in there? No, You're done, are you? But You're happy with that. But the I, best part is how funny she thinks she is. I know. It's adorable. <laughs> She's making her own jokes over there. Yeah. And it's great. It's a joy, isn't it? You want to party in my room, don't you? Do <laughs> you want to party in my pants? Oh. Because you're invited. Oh, wow. my. Give, give me a Ron Howard. Do you want to come to the pants party? <laughs> I was about to say, there wouldn't it be a sad lookout for the whole of mankind if we got wiped out by an asteroid called Ron? That's where oh, I was no. Ron killed the dinosaurs. <gasps> Asteroids. Nature's way of saying, <laughs> how is that space program coming along? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Right. Mm -mm. Ron has four children. Really? They are named after the places they were conceived. No. Oh. I don't need the names of the places. I just need the types of locations. And you have four choices. And I just need a place. So I'm not looking for like Brooklyn, like the Beckhams, for example. Uh -huh. I just need the place. I will give you the name afterwards. But his children are named after where they were conceived. I just need to know where that was. But I don't need the name. Is that clear? 
Does that make sense? Okay. Land, sea, space, and well, water. Well, I, I think we can resolve the fact that sea and space aren't involved in this process. <laughs> I mean, I'm no expert of practicing the physical arts on the beach. But if you get some sand in there, that's going to be problematic. Oh, yeah. Whatever. A little bit of seawater. Not ideal. I'm yeah, sure it's happened. You could have been on a sub. That is true. See? See? Can't go back to that swimming pool. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go land. How's that? Does that help you? All right. Um, so, like a park? Well, there's a good guess, isn't it? There's one. Happy with that? Or are you yeah, going to continue yeah, with some park, more? Park. Um, so why is your son called Central? Uh, <laughs> uh, theater. Why is your son called Rosa? Theater. theater or Theo. Um, theater. Yeah. Park. Michelle. Where were his kids conceived? Film sets. Film sets. Where's Ron? We're all ready oh. to go. The lighting, the sound. Where's Phil? Nice. Phil. The chief grip. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> where are we going chad i'm gonna say he's got uh four kids all named after rooms in his house no. you're gonna go great <laughs> well bryce dallas <laughs> that's what i can't have you uh f- come across my son here called second bathroom yep this, this is where we kitchen go. Yeah. 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 Here's the office study furniture. Why am I thinking so? The neighbors. Oh my. <laughs> the neighbors. And then the neighbors came home. Milkman. I'll go through them. There is Bryce Dallas Howard. That's the city of Dallas. I wanted a city. Paige Carlisle and Jocelyn Carlisle are named after the Hotel Carlisle in New York. So if you just said hotel, like you did for the previous question, Chad, you would have won the points. Uh, Reed Cross is named after a road, would you believe? So at some point, they had a flat tire. They're on the road. In the middle of nowhere. Conceived on a road. Other considerations were Johnny Super 8, Candice Interstate 91, and Jeremy, any of the last eight Super Bowls. Wow. (laughs) That was then. But this is now as we get to our favourite part of the show. It's the mailbag. mailbag. We love the mailbag. It's a very... Low scoring game at the moment. The only person to have scored a single point is Chad. Really? Yeah, duh. He has scored himself two points. And even then, I think I was being loose and fast with the rules. Mm. Who knew? I'm going to talk about Facebook. I love receiving your messages of support, your letters, your comments. Most people do that by going onto Facebook. We have a Facebook site. It's very successful. We have a lot of people on there. Thousands and thousands of people. Go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers. With Adrian Lee, there's jokes, there's cartoons, camaraderie, all of the fantastic gags, all of tonight's stories and lots, lots more are on there. So you need to go on there. If you like the show, if there's aspects of the show you appreciate, I love reading out your comments as you will now hear. Is now a good time to start with Patreon. We have a Patreon site. If you go to patreon.com, more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. This show's free. It'll always be free. But... If you wish to donate a single dollar per episode, and you can't even buy a Buck Burger for that these days. Buck Burgers right. now are a dollar twenty. A Howard Burger. You can't even get a Howard <laughs> Burger. You can't I'll even give get you a Howard. A Chad. Five dollars six inch. No. It's not wow. even gonna happen. No. But I promise it's foot long. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> every week you don't know inch. until you find out. Yeah. <laughs> 
if you go onto Patreon, if you donate your dollar, you get many, many fantastic things. Yeah, we sent yes. out autographed photographs and stickers. I enjoyed those pictures. Yeah, so, oh, so yeah. much. Our supporters yeah. got that. Those that paid have received those recently. You get to listen to episodes that have never, ever been aired and aren't going to. We've got an interview with the team lined up. But first and foremost, a couple of months ago, I was so fed up with the lack of action. I was so fed up with a lack of having decent Ghostbusters scripts and terrible films that I decided to write my own. So I've written an audio Ghostbusters episode. Yeah. It yeah. is now on Patreon. We all acted. We all took part. It was, mm. It's the Ghostbusters film that I wanted, and it never happened, so I decided to write my own. So if you go onto Patreon this very minute, MQTA Radio, you will hear our fantastic first episode of what I've called Ghostbusters and Sons. And I've been told... It's very, very funny. And let's be sure, it's actually a radio play. Sound effects, everything. So good. Yeah, nice job with that, Heather. Amazing. Well, we've had a lot of comments, and I'm about to read them out, and I'm going to eulogize. So, Lisa, <laughs> she has written, <laughs> just finished listening. I loved it. It was so much fun. Oh, thank you. Dana, that was awesome. This had me laughing all the way through. You guys are great. Nice. Mandy. Oh my gosh, I love this. Yeah. I laughed so much. Great job. <laughs> this just made my day. She's great. Yep. Good. So if you wish to listen to that, you can go to Patreon, donate your dollar. You will get the Ghostbusters episode that's never been aired. You will have lots of free things sent to you over the course of the year. You will get to listen to the episode first, and there's episodes on there that have never, ever been aired. So you get a lot for your dollar. And we really, really appreciate it. It really does yes. improve the quality of our equipment as we've been upgrading throughout the year and had to add cameras, you silly people. Well, what I found <laughs> to mention is the fact that we now have a camera in the studio. So if you go on there, you can actually watch us in the studio throwing things at each other. You can watch Michelle <laughs> snorting and having snot coming out of her nose. Miss Morris laughing at her own jokes. It's all on there. <laughs> My you bucket. Leave, you leave me alone. <laughs> and Chad, just for the benefit of tonight, has decided to do the show just wearing nothing more than a leopard skin thong. So that's Great. on there as well. So that's a worth a dollar of anyone's money. He's nuts. Oh, you dirty oh <laughs> tramp. He's giving himself a wedging. Nice. Unbelievable. You're not getting the meatball palm there, are you? <laughs> they get great. <laughs> Elizabeth has added, thanks for the Not For Your Mother video, the one I just alluded to. My mum's in surgery. I need all the laughs at the Aww, moment. Thank you, Elizabeth. And then she's written nom, 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 nom. Yeah. Oh, she have to go like onto her. Patreon and see what that's all about. But remember, <laughs> you can listen to our shows on SoundCloud. If you go to our archives, if you go to soundcloud.com, search for MQTA Radio, all of the shows. You corrected me the other day. I said all of our shows over the last five years, you pointed out that we're now into our sixth year. Yeah. So all of the shows for our last six years are on there. I think we're up to something like 250 episodes, something wow. like that. They're all on there. You can listen to them back to back. If you're waiting in Subway, if you're waiting in line to see the who play you'll be waiting a long time two of them are dead <laughs> if you're mowing the grass anywhere outside of the midwest at the moment i know right. long ways outside of the midwest yeah. you can listen to all of those for free that's soundcloud.com mqta radio and don't forget to press the little orange love heart to show us how much you love the show and we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes in a round called not for your mother which we cannot do on air no. at the top of the hour we stay in the studio all of the stories from around the world 
that we have found during the course of this week that contain filth, <gasps> innuendo, dirty thoughts, everything else. Naughty. That we cannot read out. We actually do those. And we do them Naughtily. in a round called Not For Your Mother. So you've got <laughs> those to do. listen to as well. You get a little Easter egg. If you go on to SoundCloud, right. iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Buzz Sprouts, is it? I... <laughs> Buzzsaw, I think. No. Gasbox. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's Buzzsprout, I think. You keep saying Brussels sprouts. I have no I idea. Just, I'm lost. We're everywhere. We're across yeah. everything, and you should be able to find us. But we do sure. a round called Not For Your Mother that you can't listen to anywhere else, and it's pure filth, to be perfectly honest. It is. That is true. It's <laughs> our favorite part of the show. We sent out the photographs. We sent out the MQTA stickers. If you notice, Jack in Vermont put hers in a frame and posted the photograph. I did notice that. that amazing. Was amazing. On our Thank Facebook you. Site. David put his next to a poster of Tom. Is that Santini or Savini? That's it. Tom Savini. Uh, yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. So cool. Awesome. So it was fun sending those out. But then all of our listeners sent us photographs of where they'd put their I don't want to pictures. know where some of them <laughs> yes, Where we uh, live now. Yes, several people <laughs> said the the, uh, the paper was very absorbent. There we go. Great. <laughs> several people in New York have laminated theirs, by the way, Michelle. I just thought I'd share that with you. Excellent. The prison gang. Mm-hmm. Hey, Peter. boys. Yeah. Peter is our good hey, friend in New York. <laughs> He's posted this week. While MQT is on, Dark Matter Digital Network moves up to second place on all of the talk stream live, secondary only to Ground Zero, we must take them out. The second <laughs> highest talk radio show anywhere in the world. That's amazing. At that moment. Incredible. The right. second highest talk radio show anywhere in the world on a Friday night. That really That's is amazing. amazing. That's Thank you. Astounding. So much. You can wow. listen to us first, of course, on the Dark Matter Digital Network, 10 p.m. Central Time, every Friday night, where we're second in the whole wide world. World domination should be our next goal. We'll find <laughs> out what Ground Zero is, and we'll go and take them out with some sort of... Ninja moves. Ninja moves. At Ground Zero. I see what you've done there. We have 100,000 yeah. listeners in 190 countries all over the world. We had some very interesting countries listening to the show last week, didn't you? Yes, we did. I was trying to pull them up, actually. Croatia, I think you mentioned. The Federal Republic really? of Moldova. Something bizarre. Oh, some strange, South Africa. Strange no, no, it's countries. weirder. Weirder what? than that. Give How me, could it possibly like, be weirder? Give me two seconds. I shall let you work on that. How can they be weird? Alan posted, this show is the highlight of my Saturday because he lives in Korea. Oh, yeah. And it's his Saturday in Korea when this show goes out on a Friday Friday night. Alva posted. Love you, Ella. A great, great cartoon. He's written, Mum, I want to do a paranormal quiz show podcast when I grow up. Uh Her mum replies, (laughs) make your mind up, son. You can't do both. (laughs) (laughs) That genuinely happened. In my household when I was a kid, I thought I'd share that <laughs> with you. Finally, Lorraine has posted, okay. Oh, she's funny. Episode too. 50, when you guys called my name out repeatedly. Yeah. Orgasmic. Mm, nice. I'm going oh, to make that the clip yeah. on my ringtone. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Lorraine. all very much. Mm. What have you got there, Miss Morris? Have you got our countries lined up? Who listened last week? Okay, here... Of course, we've always got the United States up top. But number two, you know, throughout the years, these five, six years that we've been together, it's usually Canada, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. No, it's Britain's second. Canada and Britain? Britain, Canada. Australia, Canada. The, big, the biggest English-speaking countries 
that you would expect to have at the top of the list. I'm going to make you really upset this week because it's I have French. no idea what <laughs> happened. But in second place have to stop. is the French. It is. I'm going to have to stop insulting them. The more was... I insult them, the more listeners we get. No, I talked about French fries and French toast, which are my favorite. Yes. Yes, but I don't think any of those things have to do with the French. <laughs> We'd have to embrace French things like... French kissing? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to Belgian like kissing. That. <laughs> less we, we, we also... Number three is actually the shocker on, this week. Stop, stop right there. I'm, I'm still insulting the French at this stage. Oh, good Lord. I was going to talk we... about washing and everything else. Oh, Eating strange go. foods. Menage so gonna... à trois. Oh, boy. We're going to go through all the French you know now, are we? <laughs> That was about the limit. (laughs) What came in third, Miss Morris? Egypt. Egypt. (gasps) Really? Yes, I'm not joking. I love it. And by a lot. Walk with an erection. No, they really did. Egypt, there must be a lot of people listening in Egypt if they've gone up to number three. Cool. In the whole wide world, amen. And for new people we have popping up, we have Belgium and Vietnam in the list. Nice. I love that Belgium-Vietnamese fusion cooking that you get. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a waffle of rice is what you're getting oh, right there. yeah. A waffle of rice. Yes. Shrimp with pommes frites. Mm. Great. Now, before we move on, I'd like to say, if you guys are iPod, iTunes, Apple Podcast listeners, if you could, please give us a five-star review. If you feel like it. If you don't, don't. But if you do, we move up in the charts and then we're visible to more people. So While we were um, on the road to taking requests, can everyone cut and paste that they're listening right now to more questions and answers with Adrian Lee and spread that all over social media? I want to beat ground zero. I want to be number one. <laughs> wow. And the only way that's going to happen. Bugger. <laughs> I know. I want it all and I want it now. Mm. I'm an Aries. It's my Aries show. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for that. Mm. There. So if you could cut and paste that you're listening to the only <laughs> paranormal <laughs> the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world, I'd be very, very grateful. That would right. make me very happy. And we need to get to number one. We have a Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. You have a hundred thousand followers on there. You can join us on Facebook. All of the comments or all of the jokes, all of the stories from tonight are on there as well, and more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And I have books out. If you're interested in ghosts, the paranormal, history, if you love psychic books, I've written Mysterious Minnesota, Mysterious Midwest, and of course, How to Be a Christian Psychic, and many, many more. You can get those by going on to Amazon and all good ebook shops. And while I'm on the subject, as an author, if you've read my books and you enjoyed them, can you put me a nice review on Amazon? Because my publisher looks at those and any author, not just my books, if you've read a book and enjoyed it, It helps authors enormously. It means that the more reviews they get, the more that Amazon promotes them. You then have some leverage over your publisher by saying, look how many people love my book. I can write some more. So if you liked my books, just write good job, Adrian. Go on there and give me some stars. If you didn't like my books, then obviously don't write anything at all. (laughs) Right. Is it time to talk about the Curse of Oak Island? Oh, Should we discuss wow. this? Oh, that's been Miss Morris, terrible. would you like to discuss what we do every Tuesday evening at 8pm Central Time together <laughs> on that? That was Michelle rubbing your hands together <laughs> if you didn't see that Making on video. Fire. 
Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, we meet up on the More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee Facebook site under a particular post. And all of us watch The Curse of Oak Island. And it is a fabulous time with lots of listeners who have gift wars because we know the show is bunk. (laughs) (laughs) You can have a drink for the word bunk. Yes, except Martin loves that lady digger. Vanessa. (laughs) (laughs) The lady hammer grabber. (laughs) Well, Vanessa, if you could oscillate my shaft, that would be perfect. Mm, I... I think I wrote underneath Martin's post. I know what my Halloween costume's going to be this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Martin's got himself a little girlfriend. I, I think he's got himself a crush. Her. Love you, Martin. This is I great. I think it's, it's the hard hat. It's the flash orange. Yeah. It's the protective clothing. Yeah. I mean, she's a woman who likes to work hard, but... She, and grab stuff. But she plays mm. hard, too. <laughs> Honestly, I'm with him. She's kind of a hottie. Wow, yeah. Chad. I, I'm, yeah. I think I, it's just a lack of any women on that show. So when one arrives, even a piece of glass looks like a diamond yeah. in a dunk. It's the best one ever. That's the way wow. I think you that's going. Bad. Can I just say, I was slightly concerned watching The Curse of Oak Island this week, because every week we make jokes about rusty nails and coconut yeah. fiber, and I say, we'll spend another hour... And they'll find another rusty nail. And lo and behold, the rusty nail came along. Yeah. And I was slightly concerned because when I was posting on Facebook, I kind of used one or two expletives. <gasps> one there or two, yeah. There was a lot of yeah. effing and jeffing taking Ooh. place. There wasn't a little bit. Your whole one post was oh, all Oh, I'm that. sick and tired of dedicating seven years of this every week, week in, week out for effing rusty nails. I'm sick of it. Yeah, but you won't quit. Oh, it's like it's, they've got you, haven't they? They've got you. They've got it's you. It's like crystal meth. You just, you, they've got you. You can't get away. The devil has taken me. Sweet angel of death, release me from this grip of Curse Island. No. He wow. Won't. The crack of Oak Island. Lovely. Yeah. We shall press on because Chad has ready in his hand his fascinating random fact of the week, Sivu Play, Mr. Peters. If you've heard the fact that people can remember seven things plus or minus two, You've heard an urban legend. According to A.D. Badley's article in Psychological Review, most people can remember three to four things at a time. To improve this, you can remember three to four groups of three to four things, like a phone number. I read that if something goes into your mind, something goes into your brain, it's like a box going into an attic. And every time something goes in, something has to be pushed out. So Chad has just told me that interesting and fascinating not, facts, and I've yeah, forgotten. I've forgotten your name. It's, it's something got pushed out <laughs> at that point. Yeah. This is a very low-scoring game. We need to get some points on yeah. the board. Everyone has a big duck egg, except Chad, who is currently on two. As we go into the round, and of got the no call. points for an awesome fact. Oh, go on then. I'll squeeze you a three out of that. Go <laughs> oh, on. No, I will give you. No, that's sick. fair enough. I, I deserve points for facts. I will give him a <laughs> point for Lord. facts. Points for facts. You're currently now. On a resplendent tripedial three. Ooh. Ghosts and hauntings. And remember, we do not do orbs. Ellie Boiling. That's a great name. Yeah. Ellie Boiling. Mm. That is that is pretty phenomenal. Mr. and Mrs. Boiling. Mm-hmm. Like spelt boiling, like boiling hot. That's really? hot. Yeah. Ellie Boiling, the landlady of the Dolphin in Littlehampton, West Sussex, recorded the moment the cameras, which appeared to reveal her spooky pub, is plagued, no less. Plagued. Plagued by ghosts. 
plagued. That's a lot of ghosts, isn't it? If you've got a plague of ghosts. Mm. In the CCTV footage, a punter is seen standing at the bar when a phantom figure appears behind him. For my American friends out there, a little bit of vernacular, punter is a client, a customer. Oh, a punter. It's slowly I wouldn't have guessed that. Moves towards him before vanishing. Ellie points out the ghost's shadowy outline, shows the ghostly individual's arms, legs and face. The self-styled ghost hunter even said the encounter with the spectral figure made the sceptical man's beliefs go out of the window, leaving him shaken by the encounter. Ellie said he was the most sceptical man I've ever met, but then again she's never met Chad. <laughs> point. He was lucid. He wasn't drunk or anything. Uh-huh. Just yeah. like Chad. <laughs> he phoned me and said, I've just seen something go past me. Can you look on your CCTV to see what it was? I re-round it and I was like, oh my God. I was shocked. I wasn't expecting to see anything. I thought maybe it was a dog or something. But there it was. The 51-year-old landlady claims the ghosts have regularly visited her pub. Oh. They supposedly include a former cook who was murdered by How did she know? Uncle, because she had a Ma and Pa team come in and told her that, probably. Oh, this is such a bunk. I just can't. <gasps> really? I'm sick and tired of investigating all over the Midwest in little hotels where I go in there and they say, this used to be a brothel. And I say, what have you got to back that up? Nothing, but some old woman came in here 20 years ago and she had a bizarre dream and she said there were prostitutes here. So now we tell everyone it's haunted by prostitutes and we charge them 60 bucks to come look round. This spirit mm. is a ghost of a cook. How do they know? Is it frying something? <laughs> frying tonight! <laughs> <laughs> she was holding a fish slice. Oh. She was holding a pepper grinder and a colander. Good Lord. There's also the specter of a man in RAF uniform. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The ghost of a woman in white and a mischievous spook who throws 20p coins at customers. That's cheap rain sure. in a strip bar, isn't it? A 20 pence coin. Yeah. Over the years, oh. Elias claimed <laughs> the phantoms have driven guests to flee in the night. The haunting at the Dolphin is so severe that one room has even been shut off to guests, she claims. Elias says the room is haunted by a ghost child whose portrait is preserved on an old photographic plate discovered in the pub. Pub ghost won't go away, or I don't believe a single word oh. they say. Go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee, and you will see all of the spookiness of the Dolphin Pub in Little Hampton for yourself in glorious Technicolor. I should give myself three. Oh, whatever! The cook, <gasps> oh, oh. Now we're the dying Chad, right away. Yeah, I thought I'd take you off that the lead. That was so... <laughs> Yes, I'm running a fascist dictatorship, and I'm giving myself three points. Miss Morris, mm. what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? Well, I'm going to South Africa, Ooh. Mm. where there's a hoax afoot. Uh-oh. A hoax afoot? Is yeah. that like a Bigfoot, but for South Africa? No, that's coming later, nice. if you're around. Ooh. Well, I'm not going anywhere, and I'm hosting the show, so I'm planning to and be I here. And I superglued you. <laughs> Get up so more <laughs> A passer, a pastor. Who, I love pastor. That's why I got the calendar. A pastor, a pastor who resurrected a man at a funeral recently is now at the center of a viral internet phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah, he raised the dead oh from <laughs> the middle of a room. He was seeping. Wow, is that back. a snort? Oh, my! <laughs> it's a snore! That's a snore. In the, yeah, in the same way, like, the alien does it. Yeah. 
Or the, the Predator. <laughs> Probably more the Predator. The ridiculous stunt saw <laughs> Prophet Elf Lukau of the Alleluia, maybe. No. God, it was almost like Leonard Cohen was in the room, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I can't really tell, but I'm going to say Alleluia Ministries, a international church perform an apparent miracle by resurrecting a man who hadn't actually been dead in the first place. So he's resurrected no. someone who isn't dead. I can do yeah, that now. Yeah, he was now. faking it. I could do that this minute. <laughs> You're always faking Arise. it. Arise. Shachat of winter. Oh, here I am again. <laughs> yeah. could, I am awake and alive. If you could give me $10, that'll be great. <laughs> what I miss? <laughs> to create the illusion of a resurrection, the deceased man who had been lying in a coffin with his mouth wide open, which I think is hilarious. Oh, God. Simply sat up when Lukao placed his hands on his chest and said, "Get out! Get out of bed!" Alakazam! Alakazam! Rise up! Rise up! You little man! No, it was just rise up. Anyway, while the crowd seemed to be convinced by the stunt at the time, a viral video of the hoax has since landed Lukao in hot water with multiple funeral services suing him for reputational damage apparently you can get that at a funeral home i didn't really know. yeah bishop ellie oh god ellie Ma- gold Magodiri. Elliot gold Magodiri. Okay. i think maybe mogo deary I can't see it, but if you say it three times, we get a wish. How's yeah, that? it's something about Dairy Queen. Has also opened a criminal case against both Lacau and the Alleluia Ministries International Church on the basis of fraud, mm-hmm. organized crime, and misrepresentation because he wasn't really dead. Oh. I have seen too much of pulpit greed. That's South African, is it? Commercialization going if on. If I was a rich man, <laughs> the bigger church, amongst other disturbing practices. <laughs> now we are witnessing the staged, fraudulent, and South Africa faithful act. Of resurrecting the deceased person. Why am I here? In the Church of Alleluia Ministry <laughs> International, <laughs> or Amy, so under leadership <laughs> of the Prophet. Never mind that. I'll have the falafels, the feta cheese with olives, Elf, and, and the masaka table Luke three. Owl, you bad person. And we'll take the uzo. Mm. Yeah, okay. I am aware and have been duly advised that this case falls within the ambit. I thought it said armpit. Yes, when it I was falls reading, within your armpit. <laughs> of organized crime, fraud, and misrepresentation who'd amongst have, other misdemeanor. Who would have thought that the church would have been involved in crime? Who knew? No. Never saw well, that. <laughs> Who knew? I didn't see it coming. Given the recent news, you might change your mind. <gasps> oh, Nobody yeah. expects the Spanish Inquisition. Is there much oh, more to go? Uh, of this yeah, culture? footage of the stunt, which has gone viral in South Africa, has proven so popular that other people have now started mimicking it as part of what has become known as the Resurrection Challenge. Yes! We totally oh, that's do it. phenomenal. <laughs> 
The Resurrection Shuffle. <laughs> I want to do the Resurrection Shuffle. Oh, my I'd, God. I'd, I might die like twice a week just so Heather can resurrect me with one of those accents. I do think that has some tax breaks. If you want to, I think you can get some tax breaks for dying right, twice right. a week. You, you think my accountant will notice if I died six times <laughs> in a given year? It's very common in these parts this time of year, Chad. You might have embraced it, it the idea. It is pretty cold. It makes sense. I shall give Miss Morris two fantastic points for one of the best South African accents I've never heard. Yes. The anxious ghost of cocaine baron Pablo Escobar can be seen pacing by the window of his mansion moments before it was demolished. Internet sleuths insist. Escobar and his family lived in the Monaco building in the northern Colombian city Medellin during the 1980s. But the eight-story mansion was demolished by the government last week. There's been online speculation that what appears to be square blobs in the footage that are in fact the pictures of the ghost of the notorious drug lord who died in a shootout with cops on December the 2nd, 1983. Things move slowly in Colombia if they've just knocked his building down. He died in 93. He's not the same one that has the hippos, right? No. No. Okay. That's Chapel. Yes, he's oh. just been sentenced, Wait, I don't know. I think that's the guy that's just been sentenced last week or the week before. Yeah. He oh, had really? the hippos in his pond. Yeah, yeah I remember okay. that. They want to turn the site into a memorial park in honour of the estimated 46,000 victims of drug wars Jeez. in the South American country. But during the demolition process carried out with 827 pounds of explosives, which is just a few pounds over what Keith Moon used in his drum kit, eagle-eyed <laughs> witnesses saw a ghost flitting through the corridor and shared the footage on social media. In the clip, a white silhouette is seen anxiously flitting between the window and a large entrance before floating upwards and disappearing just as the building is torn down. Mm. It's a ghost-haunted building that's torn down. Does it haunt the space or does it haunt the building? Both. We've done paranormal investigations in pioneer villages yeah. on buildings that have been very haunted. And the people that have come through actually built those buildings and owned them in the 1860s and yeah. 1870s. But it's no longer in the location no. that the pioneer building used to be in. Jackson would be a good example yeah. of that in Jackson County. They have a pioneer village. The buildings we investigated were pioneer buildings. They were very haunted. Those individuals came through, but they weren't where they used to be. Mm -mm. Does the ghost cling on for dear life as the truck? The semi goes down the road with the building on the back of it and the ghost is clinging on and flapping in the breeze like a white sheet. We've had a lot of discussions about this and we actually thought that it gets, it's kind of like how a ghost can attach itself to an item. It can attach itself to a building. Yes, it can attach it's itself. in the fabric. It can attach itself to the land. It depends on what the spirit attaches itself to or wants or, to think himself into that's right or a rusty nail that's buried 160 feet below ground i see what you've done uh -huh. Uh -huh. if that, that was an oak island reference meant right something there. to him then he could appear he could attach himself to the now right. many have speculated it may have been escobar himself while others claimed it was a demolition worker in the wrong place at the wrong time i don't think the health and safety laws in colombia are high on their priority list at that time if it's, it says it's not a construction worker, it is a ghost, said Luis Adriana Martinez Gomez, who is looking to get a game for the LA Dodgers this week. But if it was a worker, he would not have been waiting there for the building to collapse. It is a ghost scared by all of the noise. Colombian drunk lord, or he who lives by the sword, you decide. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, and you will see that ghost for yourself. 
in full. On video, Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? Oh, I have a ghost hunter who spots life after death in Falmouth Cemetery. Mark Davis from Cornwall is convinced his recently released footage proves life after death Ooh. exists. He is now challenging any expert to debunk his video that was filmed last week in Falmouth Cemetery. In the video, the black and white graves can be seen being filmed in a nighttime filter. When Mark zooms into the footage, the outline of the grave on the right-hand side appears warped, as though something is stretching out of it. Yeah. Towards the end of the video, two orbs are caught on camera behind the grave. When speaking to Cornwall Live, Mark claimed he has the world's best evidence of authentic paranormal activity. The 47-year-old is now hoping it will force senior paranormal investigators to take notice. He said, this is proof of life after death, and I'm hoping to get it on the national news so someone important in the paranormal field will notice it. Visually, it's as clear as day and the most concrete evidence you can get. I just wanted visual proof to show people, and now I've got it. And you can see that for yourself as well. If you go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. We now get to the show that we call Not For Your Mother. This is the part of the show we can't read out on air. We have to do this at the top of the hour in the studio on our own. Now with a video camera, of course. These are the stories from around the world that we cannot read out for fear of getting a hefty fine, for fear of being removed. Nothing worse, is there? No. And I've come close a couple of times in my career on air to getting very hefty fines. We sail a very fine line, don't we? Yeah. This is what I'm saying. If there's small children in the room, if your mother's of a nervous disposition, if you've woken her up from snoring the tunes of the Who <laughs> right. in the room next door, she needs to be ushered out and placed in a cinema where you can lock the doors. Mm. But you have been warned. Why not cut and paste? Why not do us a favour? Help us out. Try and get us up to a figure where we are the number one rated talk radio show anywhere in the world. So cut and paste that you're listening to more questions than answers. And we thank you for your support. And we thank you for your Patreon contributions. They literally keep the show running. A man's stroke has made him masturbate in front of his relatives. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, oh. Just his relatives? Christmas dinner won't be the same, <laughs> will it? Do you want stuffing? <gasps> A stroke calls 67-year-old man to believe it was fine to masturbate without shame in oh. front of his relatives. In oh. fact, I'm doing it now. No, we're not related. <laughs> 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 How many times has that been said in Iowa? <laughs> the bank manager's family were concerned when they noticed drastic changes in his behaviour. Yes. And took him to hospital. It's the kids I feel bad for. And the teaching <laughs> assistant that was with him as well at the time. As well as masturbating in front of them, the relatives told doctors that he was addressing them with inappropriate sexual words oh, wow no. the ct scan showed a five centimeter shadow in his frontal lobe which they feared resembled a, a shadow non yes a shadow a lump a <laughs> lump lump oh, in his frontal do you want a shadow in your frontal lobe it can be arranged you no. Want no you sure no anytime during tonight you want a shadow in your frontal lobe. no 
be sure to let us know. Mm-mm. A team of doctors led by Dr. Rafael Garcia Caratero, yeah. who plays for the Chicago Cubs, then settled on the diagnosis of a subacute anterior cerebral artery stroke. And don't make me read that twice. Great. Medics in the southwest of Madrid conducted several tests on the unnamed man. The medics branded his stroke as being silent. A silent stroke. Oh, yes, while a man in the background played a large organ that come out of the ground. <laughs> One God. that occurs with or without little symptoms. <laughs> oh, you liked that, did you? Over the course... <laughs> wow. Let's just let that play out for a second. Let's leave it hanging in the air. No, you don't apologise for laughing. Wait a second. I have that song playing in my head. You Uh-oh. stroke it to the east. You stroke it to the west. This is you a man who's having a stroke. the woman that I love best. Evidently, <laughs> <laughs> it's his auntie. My. Great. Over the course of the patient's one-week hospital stay, his neurologist symptoms improved, apparently. Oh. Having a stroke... Uh, having a stroke. <laughs> God. Oh, that's so terrible. No. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, and you can see the video footage for yourself. Mm-mm. No. I don't know. No, think thanks. Video <laughs> can you imagine you're having a slow stroke and your family haven't realized this, and you're sat there watching The Curse of Oak Island on a Tuesday, and suddenly you're there knocking one out? There'll never be a payoff. <laughs> You'll, you'll do it for like eight years. <laughs> no, no, no. Never find the gold. Oscillate in the can. Oh, oh, no. No. Found a rusty nail. Eight years of touching yourself. <laughs> eight years of touching yourself sounds like my so teenage good. years. It was never off it. Constantly. It was a, oh, it was a surprise. God. It was something Ish. you just couldn't let it go. Mm-mm. No. I had four arms like Popeye when I was no. a kid. No. Unbelievable. Both Gross. hands, both hands, you noticed. Know, both no. arms, that was. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Oh, a man was left with an agonizing erection for 22 hours after injecting a tanning supplement in his quest. Did he look more bronze, though? Did he look brown? Probably he was pretty pale <laughs> after he got through with this thing. There reaches a point. <laughs> In every man's life, where your willy goes brown. It's true. You get to a certain age, it suddenly goes brown. You could get a Menards Gross. chart of creosote and floor varnish and match it up. I'm Does currently that... sporting a uh, sunset walnut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a Tahitian sun. <laughs> <laughs> like a bronze oak is what oh, I've got going on. Yeah. Antique old English. <laughs> <laughs> a Haiti ham. Nice. Anyone want to jump in with some color shades for brown? Burn ochre. Great. Sienna night. <laughs> Brazilian brown. <laughs> a red walnut, but that's not healthy. Oh, no. <laughs> the Amazon. Yeah. That's just what I thought I'd share that with you. I thought I'd. Thanks recognize that fact for all of the old men all of them yes there reaches a point in every man's life where your willy suddenly goes brown (laughs) it's true why i don't know I've no idea. It's overripe. That's it's why. Overripe. Oh. All the color has been sucked out of it. It hasn't been plucked, has it? The from will the, from, from the heavy hanging branches. The fruit has not been plucked. 
Gross. It's overripe. Is that nice. why your balls get so long? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have to do with gravity. Yeah, that's, that's, that's gravity is what's taking place there, yes. That, oh, that I happens. Oh, what happens gross. to a woman happens to a man. It's just that I'm My not putting balls a... don't hang <laughs> down. <laughs> My nut wig is perfect. Oh, slaps will slap yeah. your knees. <laughs> Jeez. I don't put a bra, do I? I guess I could go to the sports shop and get a hammock. I could go to Dick's and say, have you got a hammock for this? <laughs> Dick's the perfect place to go for one. <laughs> do you like Dick's? I find all my sporting needs are met oh, there. Yes. I'm split. Are you? Oh, You're not sure. Oh, nice. <laughs> and relax. Michelle, there's oh, a story dying Lord. to get out. In his quest for a bronze glow, the 41-year-old ended up in hospital, having to take a series of injections into his member to relieve his situation. His agonizing ordeal began when he bought melatonin at a bodybuilding store. Legit? Yep. The synthetic hormone is illegal in the UK. What? Mm-hmm. But works in by increasing levels of melatonin in the body, the dark pigment in the skin that makes us look tanned. Carrot juice. Yeah. yeah. The unnamed man injected a vial of the supplement into his tummy, but within an hour he noticed he couldn't shift his erection. Oh, you're supposed to. Like you can't mm. move that. It's just <laughs> like a telegraph pole. <laughs> it's the elephant in the room. Yes. <laughs> it had become painful and was unable to be used. Really? Yes. <laughs> so he tries. I can imagine what that means. Yes. I can't use this. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Just hold still. I need to put some washing out. You it's... need to hammer some nails. Uh, burnt. <laughs> it's burnt. <laughs> burnt. Quick. Don't burnt. waste it. Don't waste it. Put that picture up. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Oh, God. God. The man tried to ice his privates in the hope it would stop his erection. But Someone to... had to eat those peas yeah. when he finished. Gross. But to no <laughs> avail. He went to the emergency room in Glasgow. There. I can only imagine they have seen it all in Glasgow. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> Where medics diagnosed him with an acute case of priapism. The medical term... Hang on, that's a Ford car. That's the Ford Priapism. Yes. Yes, I had one of those. Got good a... gas mileage. I had Pers... the five-door Priapism. Yes. Yeah. Priapism. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Persistent good. erection. Mm -hmm. Doctors at the Queen Elizabeth University Hospital started by trying to ice the area, but then they, ga then they gave the man a local anesthetic into his penis. Oh. Once numb, they then used Was a... it numb? Num 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 Wow, I'm deaf in one ear. Yeah. Once numb, they then used a needle to remove 700 milliliters of blood. Oh, God. Seven, that's, that's a pint and a half. That's, yeah, you that's funny. pint and a half down there is going some. That from, sucks. From his <laughs> Todger. 
Tests on the blood revealed he was suffering low-flow priapism, where the blood becomes trapped in the erection chambers. Mm, it happens, yes. Come with me to the erection chambers. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sweatless, smoothest line ever. <laughs> it's a serious condition, yes, and if is. not treated quickly, it can lead to scarring and permanent erectile dysfunction. Ooh. Yes, doctors then performed injections into the patient's penis every five minutes. I can only hope. Wow. Yes, treating him with drugs to try and help relieve his erection. Mm. He wanted something to take away the pain yes. but keep the swelling. Just before reaching the max oh, dose yes. of the drugs. Oh, I thought you, she were going to say max erection. Yes, <laughs> maximum <laughs> erection. Have you reached max <laughs> erection? <laughs> Sounds like it's... Yeah, I'm not going to go down that road. We're being filmed as well. I can't yeah. stop doing Hi. that. Hello. Uh, <laughs> are you only at half erection or max erection? Yeah. And uh, sorry, no. treating him with drugs to try and help him to relieve his erection. Just before reaching the max dose of the drugs, the man's erection began to subside. <laughs> he was told to stay in ho hospital for monitoring, but discharged himself against doctor's orders. Yeah. Hi, laddie. Get home quick. Every wrinkle's an inch. Great. Yeah. We seem to be on a theme tonight. I just yeah, thought excellent. I'd share that with you. I don't know what your stories are when we come into the studio, of course. I'm going to go back to masturbation. <gasps> excellent. I didn't want to stray too far yeah, from the main no. plot. I expected that. Masturbation laws around the world. These are penal codes. <laughs> a 65-year-old man found masturbating openly on a Stockholm beach has been cleared of charges of sexual assault after the court ruled his activities were not directed towards a specific person. So wanking randomly in Sweden apparently is fine. As long as you don't aim it at someone or direct it at somebody, you're good to go. Huh. If we're ever in Stockholm, knocking out the show, we'll know, won't we? Yeah. Don't Great. look, Michelle, because it's not directed at you. Just just be aware it's happening in the room, but I'm not kind of focusing on you. Thank just you. Random. You're it's... focusing on Chad. That's yeah, right. Yeah, what if you're female and you have the whole satellite dish looking thing? You can not... aim it. Uh, oh, in, I see in, what you're yeah. doing there. It's I, Machine I mean, Gun Willy. Whole... Machine Gun Willy. Wow. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a sniper myself. But... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the judgment may come as a surprise, but when it comes to penal codes and masturbation, the international legal system looks like a patchwork quilt. I'm going to read some mm. of the laws that if ever you're traveling around the world, this is a public information service. You leave this show... <laughs> With more than you arrive with, I thought I'd spend a week looking in depth at the laws on masturbation from around the world. Why in not? depth? Yeah, I've lost hours of my life. Oh God! Looking at this. No. Indonesia, I... you'd be pleased to know, is decapitation. Most search results would have you believe that the penalty for masturbation in Indonesia is decapitation. So losing your head. <laughs> but that hasn't happened for a very long time. But Article. 281 of the national law says the maximum sentence is in fact 32 months imprisonment but it is on the books that you can be decapitated Beheaded. in indonesia mm -hmm. for onanism huh. that on, sucks well i'm going to go back to britain now let's go back to the good old the uk we'll have a look at good old blighty so if we're back in london 
visiting my parents and we're around the Sunday dinner table. There's no room for manoeuvre. We know no. the laws. Yes. On stroking oh, ourselves at my parents' dinner table. Oh, no. <laughs> Have I had a stroke? I don't know. Ask I, I, my dad. I know dad. you were confused about these laws, Michelle. Lord. You can have my notes at the end of the show. I want to go there someday. There are several laws that cover exposure. That's an oxymoron straight off the bat. Cover, isn't exposure. It? cover exposure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A 19, 19 and 1885. So this goes back a long way. Ooh. An 1885 legal reform known as La Bouchière amendment which is french <laughs> so we yeah. gave that a nice french name because it you know the english words for it if it was the wanking amendment it would sound terrible yeah. it would so we it call would. it la bouchière amendment Great. sounds so much better and i think bouche is mouthing french Ooh. i think this law may have had some things to do with fellatio which makes perfect sense of course that's oh, how yes. that came yes. about yeah. had an unforeseen loophole that suddenly made masturbation illegal Masturbation in public remains prohibited, though, because of several other laws. So there's not one specific to practicing the physical arts on one's own, but there's other laws that come into place. Section 28 of the Town Police Clauses Act of 1847, which states it is an offence. Isn't it fantastic, by the way, that the Brits have got laws in place to do with masturbation before Minnesota was even a state? We've been knocking them out before... This state was that even was a terrible thing to say. Founded. It's true. Knocking By 11 years, out. I might add. <laughs> <laughs> it is an offence, apparently, for anyone to willfully and indecently expose his person. Look at the person next to me. I'll expose him. No. In a street. That's very British, by the way. They couldn't say penis. That would be a terrible thing to say. Expose one's person. Mm. And you in just, a street. And what you, about an alley? You know well, an alley's fine, apparently. It's <laughs> it, it doesn't mention bowling alleys. Roundabouts. It, do, it doesn't mention okay. roundabouts. Cul-de-sacs. No cul de <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to expose myself in your cul-de-sac. <laughs> you can Great. always see the cul-de-sac from here. Great. I'll just pull it to one side. Disgusting. <laughs> it says... You must not expose your person in a street or public place to the obstruction, annoyance, or danger of residents or passengers. So wait a minute. If you ride along and everybody's fine with it and they're not annoyed, it's okay? Apparently. I like the word obstruction in that sentence. You're not allowed to use it as an obstruction. (laughs) What does that mean? Like you're blocking traffic with it. I can't see the street sign. (laughs) Excuse me, madam. Can you help me with my obstruction? (laughs) I only came in for fries and a milkshake. We're going to go to Brazil. We jump from wet and foggy Britain. To the warm beaches of Brazilian Walnut. In 2011, a Brazilian woman took her employees to court after doctors gave evidence about her needing to masturbate up to 47 times a day. I've got a doctor's note. The court ruled. She was legally, apparently, the court ruled that she was legally entitled to a 15 minute break. Every, every two, 15 minutes. Every 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think that's possible. Well, apparently that affected her position on the International Space Station, so that was interesting. Oh, yes. <laughs> I have nothing to back that up. I just thought that would be... She needed a bang break? She needed... 
She had a doctor's note That's... that said she needed to rub one out 47 times a day. That's every half hour. God, you'd rub it no, off, no, wouldn't no. you? Rub it raw. What's her doctor's what? name? I don't know, but I think you'd end up with a handful <laughs> of sand and very little else at that point. That's ridiculous, isn't it? I just That's... thought I'd I've got one more. We're going to stay in America. Okay. okay. We're in Alabama. That's almost oh, 12 Bama. hours. Bama. You know, in the U.S., laws vary from state to state. We must do some research to find out how things lie in Minnesota. Uh, in 2009, the Supreme Court of Alabama outlawed the sale of any device designed primarily for the stimulation of human genital organs in an effort to target sales of masturbation machines. Oh, piss off, Alabama. No masturbation machines. And battery yes. sales went down <laughs> in Alabama. I've got you a monkey spanker. Yeah. Oh. And the batteries are included. That's all very well, but that rules out washing machines and cell phones as well, apparently. <laughs> At the end of the day, you can use anything. So I'm not quite sure. You know, there's things on this table that I'm looking at thinking what? if I was on a desert island. Adrian! You know, I'm just, God! This Chad, Wilson! Chad, Chad, Chad's, hat, Chad's hat would be the first port of call. Oh, Ish, is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be borrowing that later. Oh, God. By the way, he's got the gloves of OJ Simpson right yeah, here. Yeah, I see that. Ah, uh, they don't fit. You cannot acquit. Chad's out planting gloves. <laughs> Springtime. Nice. Great. Or must acquit. Yeah. Miss Morris, you have the last story of the evening in the round of Not For Your Mother. And I feel we've covered a lot of ground today. Why do you always say last? I actually have two. <gasps> you have two. Oh. You surprised me. Come on then. Let's have you. I'm so excited. I you have no idea. barely hide my entertainment excitement. Okay. I am going to Tennessee. Ooh. I know, right? Take the last train to Clarksville. And there'll be lots of Isn't masturbation. Probably. There's one in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Clarksville, as in the monkey song, was in Tennessee. So, yeah. It's in the north, isn't it? Well, a Tennessee man was jailed on felony charges after appearing to dip his testicle <clears throat> into a container of salsa that a customer had ordered online. Give me some salsa. The extra oh, hot stuff. Habanero. Yeah. I was thinking of the uh, cheese and bacon they do. Mm. Gross. Mm -hmm. Nasty. So what, he was in a bar? Was he in a Mexican restaurant? No, with it was a delivery driver allegedly recorded it and posted a video online because that's what you do. You dip your nuts into some salsa and then you post it online and say, I got hot nuts. <laughs> these nuts <laughs> yeah look at these nuts <laughs> they're That's dripping with ridiculous mm. what the things you get up to when you can't find a bag of doritos god <laughs> this is what oh, you get go. when you give an 89 cent tip for an almost 30 minute drive you bastards you get some salsa nuts <laughs> Well, they're in Pakistan now, are they? No. Okay. No. They're in Tennessee. You know where the whiskey is? Yes. I can't understand a single word they're saying down there. Not a word. News outlets report that the passenger, 31-year-old Howard, he's come up, hasn't he? Yes. Matthew Webb. He's got a salsa named after him. <laughs> was arrested last week and charged with 
I didn't know this word, so I had to look it up. Adulteration of food. Oh. Did you know you could do that to food? I, I did not know that. What? That's funny, though. If the food was consenting. <laughs> I'm going to adulterate the, your what, sour what if, cream. What if not married? What if the hot dog bun was looking at you oddly? <laughs> yeah. what, if, what if the oven-ready chicken was wearing provocative clothing? Adulteration of food. It's my new favorite thing. Adulteration? <laughs> means there's some sort of matrimony involved at some point, do you not think? Bless you. <laughs> Can't you. overcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about the word. How many things have you adulterated, Chad? Oh, enough to sneeze at, I can tell yeah, you that. Yeah, yeah. Do you take this oven-ready chicken to, to be your lawful wedded wife in sickness and in hell? <laughs> to stuff, to baste... I'll never look at the hamburger helper glove the same again. No, Heather. Adulteration, by default, means it's married. Understand this. Yep. So you're going to be taking a hot dog up the aisle, are you? Yes. Yes, I am. Nice. Yes, as long as it's a foot long, we're good. Do you, want Ball... Do you want the onions with that? What Take is it? A every... ballpark frank. <sighs> That's what I need. Corn dog. Oh, boy. <laughs> Webb remains behind bars pending a March 12th hearing. His arrest warrant says he that they picked up the food for delivery from a local Mexican restaurant. Well, yeah, okay, salsa, blah, blah, blah. The company issued a refund for the tainted food. Tainted food. Tainted food. Sometimes I feel I've got to get my nuts. Get away. I can't really stand any more of this. Lovely. Sorry, but another... isn't that by a group? Soft cell, soft, soft cell, cell. Yeah. yeah, soft, soft shell, soft cockle. shell, soft <laughs> shell. <laughs> soft right. shell. That's, <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. I'd so high five you, but yeah. I'm stuck in a corner you in a are. dark. This reminds me. Hole. I did see a cartoon once where there's a lion. And he's behind a zebra, giving it everything he owns. And there's another line at the front saying, Christ almighty, Frank, that's out dinner. <laughs> oh, right. no. I just thought that was relevant. Well, I was going to let you know that that last sentence kind of killed me. The company issued a refund for the tainted food. Did they let the people know that no. their, has, their salsa had had taint in it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it was very i think when i started this show it was a serious investigative documentative paranormal show thankfully was... that hasn't changed any at all <laughs> i think we're that... still on track <laughs> right that was very ballsy of them not to do uh... it uh, I think the manifesto is still in place. <laughs> we're, we're ticking all our boxes. Okay. You had a second story. Oh, I, I did. Give me two seconds. Watch oh, this. Oh, okay. I'll just do some mime for the benefit of our... <laughs> right, right. All right. Okay. Oh, so, I have brought okay. some fun things that Michelle... <sighs> 
No, put it in front of Michelle. You've not been on my phone and, again, have you? No, 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 don't tip it over yet. No, I'm showing the audience. I'm not looking. No, 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 you can't do that yet. But it's not for your mother. No, what we'll do is I will picture in picture the pictures. Oh. In the picture. Oh, 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 oh. that's a lot of pictures. Technology like editing. So this is going to actually be for like you and Chad and Adrian because you have to see it because it's fabulous. Nice. But for our viewers, you're going to actually edit in. That's right. I and will do it the and they will love it. Oh. So picture number one. Picture number one. Hold on. Mom says she needs vagina designer oh, after not... daughter draws rude picture of her. Okay, ready for the story. So her daughter. Her okay. little, little daughter. Her mm-hmm. little one. Her innocent, sweet, doe-eyed, you know. Not if she's been around the uh, Sunday dinner dog. table with a guy oh. having a stroke. Uh, no, ew. What's Uncle Dave right. doing in the corner? Just ignore him, son. <laughs> <laughs> Let him finish. It's <laughs> private time. He private. must really hate that vulture. It's an angry weasel. <laughs> Pop goes the weasel. Do you know where that comes from, that phrase? No. Percy's were made from weasel fur and weasel leather. So when you go to the shops, to pop the weasel is opening your purse to get your money out. Oh. Oh. Do you want to... Have yes. me pop my weasel. Let's have a look. Come on. <laughs> oh, <Let's have> <laughs> well, as a parent, there are always going to be those moments which leave you wanting the ground to swallow you up. True. Yes. Somehow our little angels always manage to find new ways to embarrass us, whether it's saying something completely inappropriate or repeating something we said when we thought they... We're not in earshot, those little You're dragging this out, buggers. aren't you? I want to see the pictures. But one mom was mortified when she saw a picture of her daughter, or actually what her daughter drew of her showering. Oh she my shared God. it oh. in school. In school. No. Of my mother. Showering. I laughed my butt off when I saw this. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Well, is there more than one picture here? There is because there's multiple there's kids. More kids, of oh, course, there is. Because oh, no. the mother shared her story, and then other mothers shared their story. Oh no! Which is fabulous. So, one mother. Mo- yes. Go on. Okay. So it is, shows her smiling and washing while completely naked in the shower. And how old is this girl? How old is I, she? It doesn't say. She's like five or six. And there's no names. Okay. The, <laughs> the girl was particularly focused on her mom's private areas while she was showering. Must have been very prominent. She for her. shared the picture. And it's also at eye level. Which is drawn in blue pen on lined paper on Facebook with a caption: "I think I need to get a vagina." designer so if you'd like to let me see the first picture michelle i'll tell you is it the top one yeah uh it's exciting times let me see let me see no nope that's not it it's the very bottom one it's the bottom one show the bottom one to all these boys and girls yep that's the the one to the camera. No, no. We're we'll gonna... show them on on We're online. We're editing the pictures okay. Yep. So show Adrian and you. He's and... upside down. He's yep, the first one. Yep, turn it over. Oh. 
That's oh, the picture those, of mom. Those are some meat curtains there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> that is the worst. Have you seen it, See Michelle? See again. Let's have another look. <laughs> well, there's somewhere to park your bicycle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I laughed until I cried. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, she's nailed it. Do you know what I'm she, saying? She has nailed it. life at six. Good job. We're going to need more chalk. With the arm. Well, that wasn't important, was it? it wasn't... Oh, my God. It was, was she the... wearing boots? <laughs> Do you want Those chili sauce on there? Those are wellies in England. That's a shocker. Freaking... <laughs> Crab claw. <laughs> they need that on the curse of Oak Island. <laughs> that is the worst picture. Yes, <laughs> a mom. Can you see that? I can see it. <laughs> Nearly got me eye out. She's very um, vascular. She's yeah, very yeah. detail oriented. <laughs> She's very very observant little girl. She's always. The mom smiling away. Let's see the face. Let's see the face. Yeah, she's a happy girl. She's Crab so happy claw about coochie. It's like a lobster's claw. It is. Oh, it's the worst. What have we got it's next? The thing? Worst. One a little shorter than the other side. So, before long, other parents were sharing some of the more unusual drawings their kids have done over the years. And they are simply hilarious. One mom shared her child's brilliant Buzz Lightyear drawing, including an interesting speech bubble. Here we go. Yep, go on, Michelle. You're going to die. Buzz Lightyear with a speech bubble. Yes. <laughs> go on, describe it. I am Bud Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, I come in pies, but C-U-M... I, I come in pies. <laughs> I think that's meant, to be, that's meant to be I come in peace. Yep. I come yep. in... I come in... <laughs> I am Buzz Lightyear, I come in pies. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how much I was dying of. <laughs> you should see how he makes his donut. Oh. <laughs> if it's a chicken pot pie, you, you could get a pea stuck in your urethra. <laughs> Poor that's kid. terrible. Oh, that's the best ever. <laughs> From here to infinity. So proud. Oh. So proud. Ooh. That's that's uh, that's bad. Yeah. What have we got next? What's our next winner? Okay. One parent posting their child's drawing of an innocent pair of scissors. Go oh, on, boy. Michelle. An innocent <laughs> pair of scissors. <laughs> Why? Do we get a look or what? Oh, oh, that's, that's yeah, uh, that's a penis. Yes, it is. That's and yeah, that, balls. That's a cat and balls. Wow, kitchen scissors. Yep. So anyway, uh, the parents said, <gasps> "I seriously cannot cope. 
I'm crying with laughter. Brilliant every single one. And another commented, I have actually laughed out loud at some of these. Yeah. We and... need to put these up in the studio. We're yes. going to pin these up around us. <laughs> right. So have I. In fact, if you have silly kids' drawings and you want to send them to us, oh, oh, we'll print great. them out. Wow. That's unbelievable. I thought I'd so fun. We'll put them up around the studio. Mm. Sexy. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming to find us. Thank you for being a Patreon. We appreciate what you do. And uh, we're just letting you in here to see the madness. So spread the word. Tell all your friends and family about the fabulous more questions and answers. And we'll see you at the same place and the same time next week. Well, all good things come to an end so let us good night scores in last place with the k2 meter and the dead batteries michelle who managed to scramble together at the very end two points she finishes fourth she wins a night with a ghost stripper in a pub and a stack of 20p pieces so that should be happy days for everybody in third place is chad who managed to get himself an early three points but never contributed for the rest of the show he gets a resurrection a buy one get one free especially in south africa and three hallelujahs Amen. Better than Michelle. Second place is Heather, who managed to climb up to a rather resplendent four. She gets a bag of a strange white powder and two weeks in Colombia in an abandoned building. I think we're all going to join her (laughs) out there at some point and we'll bring a can of beer with us as well. But first place tonight, resplendently winning the $33,000 IR camera is myself. And my first place prize is a week in Falmouth in a cemetery with some water moisture that I'm going to tell everybody are orbs do not fear listener remember we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time and i would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal strange intriguing bizarre and weird please tell your friends and family about the show feel free to contact me anytime via my facebook site more questions and answers with adrian lee or you can join my twitter account at adrian underscore lee underscore tips and remember as soon as you hear our German outro music, you can jump over to SoundCloud, soundcloud.com, search for MQTA Radio, and we're going to be doing an extra 20 to 25 minutes of filth in the studio that we cannot read out when we're on air. And if you go to Patreon, again, MQTA Radio, you can see the show on video. We film ourselves, and there's lots of specials and Ghostbusters and many fantastic things on there. You've been listening to More Questions and Answers, the only paranormal news quiz show Anywhere in the world with Adrian Lee. We are the very best in paranormal news, radio, entertainment. We are the light before the darkness. My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Shaton Drainer, Chad Peters, Michelle Corrie, and all at the International Paranormal Society, interparanormal.net, and all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group and MUFON of Minnesota. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember. Interested and interesting. Good night.